Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it is Alliance. Thank you for that. Uh, the Wake Up Song continues to roll through as we're well through half a year of Alliance doing our uh, our theme this year. Doing well. Thank you, Alliance. Here in the morning, Sickness Adam Ray is going to be here later this morning. you got one of your guys. I remember his last name just now. Delvecchio. The Riccione. It's not Delvecchio. Delvecchio. I don't even know if that's right. Mike Riccione. Riccione. That ain't right. That means something else. Big full show. And then uh, tonight, over at Copper Blues downtown, Alapisha Palooza is finally here. 51st birthday celebration of me celebrating my own birthday with a party downtown. Uh, that is, you know, free of charge. Everybody that wants to come, come on down. Even Adam Ray's going to be, uh, hopefully, when he's off stage across the hall there over at Stand Up Live, he'll pop over and help us out with uh, Sinead O'Connor, hopefully. Is he going to sing? We think so. Really? Yeah, he'll okay. help us with that. All right. The weird thing was is that we had a, like a at the at little band meeting last night for a rehearsal stuff. We started talking like, should we still do the Sinead O'Connor, or will it seem like we're doing some sort of weird tribute? And I'm like, eh. nah, I gotta do it. Who it was cares? Yeah, it was already in the mix. I mean, you know, who cares? And maybe if it, you we know, could do one of her other hits. Oh uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Eddie, are you what was it? <laughs> uh, oh no, that's Alien Ant Farm. We talked about that yesterday. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we were talking like maybe maybe you don't, uh, but I, th- then Marty said it could be a moment for someone. It could touch someone, and they'd actually wouldn't it be great if we had that and some girl started like weep crying? Like, it was a moment that she felt for Sinead's passing, like ah, <laughs> totally unintentional emotions. We win again. We'll see. People are like they're having that moment uh, with Sinead O'Connor where. We are treating her as if she had, like, a catalog of hits we can't get enough of. There's one. And, you know, nobody dying is, like, something to celebrate. But it's also a thing. You're kind of like, well, she was. I mean, this is, I mean, the dude for the Eagles died yesterday. The One of their founding members, Randy, what's his name? Meisner. Meisner. The Eagles didn't even like that guy. They, they one, voted him out, like, a hundred times. Take it to the limit. That's He's one of the, the only- founding members. Yeah, he did take it to the limit, yeah. right? Yeah. And maybe a couple others that, like... Super Eagles fans would be like, no, he's on this and this and this. And he was there for a while, but I think they booted him relatively early. He wasn't on Hotel California, was he? No, I think that's when they booted him. Yeah, like, was right gone. before that, because yeah. that's when... No, wait a minute. No, he was on that was one. Was he on that one? Yeah. Right. I think he made it till the last album. Oh, no kidding? And that's when Timothy B. Schmidt came in. I thought in, Timothy literally. B. Schmidt did uh, Desperado, like, back Mm-mm. early. No, I think you're thinking of the other... The uh, Bernie, whatever his name oh, was. The guitar right. player the was other the guy, guy that got booted, booted early. That's yeah. right. They get, the Eagles were kicking people out. Oh, right yeah. for a while. All right. It's Joe and Don. They don't, yeah, it was nobody their else cares. Yeah. Glenn and Don. Was it Joe and Don? Who's I Joe? like Joe better. Joe oh, Walsh. No. Oh, Walsh. He made yeah, oh, no, he was, I was going to say. He, he left the better. band in 1977. My right on the... It might have been right with Hotel California. It might have been 77 itself. That might have been his last album. Either way, nobody's throwing a big party for him, and that dude was on a hit parade with the Eagles. 
But Sinead O'Connor, and that's the thing about, you know, we always go, oh, you know, this thing with Jason Aldean, he's polarizing and he's creating controversy. You're more remembered for that than your accomplishments. Sinead O'Connor was a musician for sure, sang beautifully. Even Prince hated her. I saw a story yesterday where her and Prince got into a fist fight once. And he started to try to... Wasn't it like, long after the song? A couple of few years. Yeah. I think it was like 97, she said. She said, he invited me over to the house. Look at her most popular songs. It's nothing compares to you. At two, 289 million plays. And then right under to 20 million. Yeah. Drink before the war. Give uh, me a little taste of drink before the war. That's a typical Irish song. Man, of course it is. There's, there's a lot of bombs, right. and there's a lot of... I always, when I think of Sinead O'Connor, I think nothing compares to you. And then, like, shortly thereafter, I, I inevitably start going, Zombie! Zombie! Just close yeah. enough. <laughs> Another shaved-headed yeah. uh, Irish woman. You got it? Yeah, it's ready to go. Drink before the war. What's going on? All Apologies has seven million more than Drink Before the War. Did she cover the Nirvana All Apologies? Is that what no, that is? Not I don't either. Brett's, Brett's broke. Oh, wait. No, I don't know why you're not playing either. That's weird. Right, you're broken. Either way. You broke, man. Nobody knows Drink Before the War. Only Irish people from Ireland. That's why Conor McGregor was crying. But Morrissey came out and basically said, uh, this is all fake. You guys are all fake. Nobody liked her. No one supported her when Until she was alive. She dies and you act like she's the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's all false. And he's right. I don't say that about Morrissey a bunch, but Morrissey is dead right. It's like what we did with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson was just a pariah, a, a social freak. Everybody made fun of him. He died, and everyone forgot the stuff we'd been saying. For the dude wrote songs. Please stop making fun of me. Leave me alone. I'm not. I'm not this pariah. To yes, you are. You're remembered for all your. You know, it's my dad's old thing, and he used to say it differently than most people. The bridge builder deal, but he'd say it takes a thousand way to goes to get rid of one. You dumb. And it's a fact. And he, Michael did it. And yeah, yeah, we had a, he uh, built multiple bridges. <laughs> well, he, he did, yeah. And again, it goes back to what adults say: is uh, you can build a thousand bridges, but when you <laughs> one guy off, you're a <laughs> sucker. You're not known as a bridge builder. So she was basically remembered for her pissing on the flag, tearing up the Pope, and all that, and all the controversy and all these tributes that came out. And then finally, the people who are like close to her, are like this isn't this isn't real. I can't deny it. But yeah, we were debating whether or not we should do it. Like, you got it to. In bad taste. And I'm like, nope. in bad taste? You've met me, right? It's We'll be all right. We're not going to, you know, string her up on stage or anything. And I told you that this morning there was an interview she did in Vanity Fair in 2019, I believe. And they asked her, what you know, stuff that she'd tell her kids. If your mother dropped dead on the spot, first thing, before you call 911, call the accountant make sure you get lawyers the record and labels don't get hold because a lot of artists make more money they become yeah. more valuable when they're dead they'll capitalize on your fame but she should have instead of saying stupid things like that which is a Sinead o'connor everybody's against me thing you go to trajan wealth you get your will and trust and it's all taken care of they can't do it so yeah. she was thinking she wouldn't have to tell her kids call the record lawyers first to make sure that you're not getting... You just have it in your thing that they can't make the money. It's hard, That's what Elvis did, and there's still a little fight. That's She's just dumb. Well, it's just... And, there's a, and look how many artists that, that's kind of happened to, in a way. Right. But but again... Tupac, how many... To how be many worried hours? about it means you're not setting the table. Yeah. Make it so when you're dead, it's already taken care of. I learned so much from that. 
uh, meeting with Kent oh. over there at the Will thing. And he goes, yeah, it's, you can button it up. Death and money change everybody's perceptions and, uh, and behaviors. And he goes, just make sure that it's all taken care of. Ironclad it. He said, because they will fight over it, but when it's written down and it's taken care of, it's going to be a lot harder to change your dead mind than it would be if you left it kind of floating. So her saying that was more just her stirring the pot on things. She can fix that. You can go to a, a lawyer and have it all decked out. for a, In case of my untimely death, this is what happens next. Your kids don't have to call accountants. We've got to make sure everything's... No, you do that, Sinead. Take care of yourself. Hopefully she did, because nothing compares to you is getting played a lot. YouTube did a uh, thing uh, they had some statistic that it had like a 10 million percent pop and people looking for nothing compares to you. even the Chris Cornell song had a jump because as people were searching like oh Chris Cornell covered this and he did and it's great it's better I think I, I do too and half the people are finding out that Prince wrote that song uh, I think we should have uh, drink before the war here. Right, you got it. I think so. well, here's drink before the war which is another it's the number two on the Sinead O'Connor list. But again... Number three. Oh, yeah. yeah all apologies is before that. Oh, was it? Number two. All right. This is her second biggest hit. Because I never heard of her do all apologies. Already, I'm about to turn it. Yeah. Better start, better start squawking, sister. What? I can't hear. Turn up her mic. I said turn up Sinead. She's too far away. You tell us not to sing a song. All apologies. Enough. Yeah. Did I she... don't know if it's Nirvana or what, but here you go. Yeah, I don't what know. else should I be? Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, she does this cover song. She's no different than my band. Okay. <laughs> Told you she's she's Alien Ant Farm and the Ataris all wrapped in one. You're right. Yeah. She said Prince invited her over to the house and they started arguing. Said so next thing you know we're running around a car. He's trying to hit me, taking swings, and she said, and I'm spitting on him. I don't hate to see that. It's terrible. How did you make Kurt Cobain sound like the fun one? <laughs> 27 million streams of this. Let me tell you, you're wrong. All 27 million of you. Yeah, those drunken Irish. Life's going slow for them. They need that kind of stuff. Either way, you know. Beautiful voice, all that stuff, but she's a cover band. I can do that. Nobody's going to be this crazy when I die. I guess I should start pissing on the flag because that's how you get famous. Either way, so long, Sinead. We'll do a tribute tonight. It'll be great. The show will feature Sinead O'Connor. Is that the opening number? No, that's not a good opener. <laughs> no, nah, we put the audience to be like, whoa, I didn't expect this slow start. It's in there somewhere. In the girls section. The bald girls. Yeah, tonight, come on down to Copper Blue. We'll have a party downtown. Yeah, 8.30 is when we're thinking about going on stage. Probably a little after that. But 8.30 is the schedule. Get there around 8, fill up, find your spot. Start getting a little bit... Lit up early and sing along. That's all we ask. That's all we ask is that you play along. One of our listeners, Lafig, is coming down with cupcakes while they last. She's got an amazing set of cupcakes. Oh, man. <laughs> She's going to bring those down there and everybody gets a lick. It's going to be good. She's not going to bring enough for everyone. So if you run into the lady with a big box of cupcakes, you know, one's mine. The rest is everybody else's. That's fine. <laughs> 
Brady's going to stand in line and then stand in line again with a mustache and stand in line again with a top hat and a, a monocle. Hey, wait a minute. Good morning, governess. <laughs> hey, I know you. You're the guy who just stole a cupcake. Before. No, no, that was a different bloke. I'm worried about you, Brady, because I didn't know this was a thing. Also, I'm somewhat impressed. A guy got arrested in Phoenix here for trying to sell a tiger cub to a policeman. What, what, would, what do you think, the go- and this will be telling, what do you think the going rate is to buy a tiger uh, black market right here in Phoenix? And by the way, he advertised it on social media. I heard about it. Yeah. Um, How much I do you think it would be? The first number that came to mind, I thought it would be relatively low, like four grand. No, 25000 was the asking price for a tiger cub, but that's as high as you'd go as 4000 if yeah. you, I do think, though, if you ran into a guy and said, I can get you a tiger cub for four grand, you'd at least entertain the idea and have him over. <laughs> you would, I'd have, yeah, you'd have him as over. As a sting. You would not as a sting. If a guy had a tiger, you'd have him over. If Absolutely. he was if, if someone in your licensed tiger, you. no, I would not have the tiger come over. Uh, Dude you in know, your go, neighborhood. A cub. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. but if the guy's selling it. You don't know that. If yeah. a dude in your neighborhood had a tiger cub. You'd have them over before you checked licensing, bonding, insurance. You'd have them over just on the oh, pure I'd, excitement of a tiger cub in your I house. I want to know. I, the red flag would go up. And wait, wait a minute. You got a tiger cub. But this is way oh, after it's one. already played with your dogs. No. <laughs> way after. No. Yes, it is. Brady, you got to be, yeah, be honest with yourself and know that if a dude in your neighborhood had a tiger cub, he would be at your house. Toot sweet from finding out tiger cub lives over here. Or you'd most certainly be at his house. Definitely, you'd be in his yard. You could If I went over to a person's house and I said, hey, I got a tiger cub. I'm not even talking about going over to his yeah. house. I'm saying if a dude was outside and he's like, hey, what's up? My name's Dave. I just moved in. Oh, yeah? Want to see a tiger cub? Yes. Yes, I do. Brady would be in that house. You wouldn't be going, so I'd like to see some paperwork, licensing, and bonding and stuff. How did you get a tiger cub? You'd tell me that later. I asked him. He had a few answers. I'm not real sure it's on the up and up. But that's way after you rolled around with it and got tiger spit in your face. This is hilarious. Lies. You couldn't avoid the bagpipe guy. You were in his house a lot. You got a to know him. bagpipe playing guy is way different from a tiger cub. <laughs> but you went into his house. You couldn't One is get legal. enough. Of, you couldn't get enough. You don't know that. Those could have been stolen bagpipes or he was playing a, like a song for murder. If Owen rolled somebody for the bagpipes. But my point is, anything interesting in the driveway is drawing you into the home. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yeah, but it's amazing he wasn't stolen as a child. We thought for sure for the longest time you were going to end up getting raped by that Owen guy. Because it was just a simple walk down the street. And it, look, it's what every normal person avoids. A dude in the driveway in a kilt playing bagpipes. Like, Jesus Christ, something goofy going on there. Turn around. Brady walked towards it. Hey, bagpipe man. Would you like <laughs> to come in the house and see what else I do? And a bottle Hi. of Jameson. Yeah, let's get, you don't even drink. Yeah. 
<laughs> I had a drink with Owen. Heck yeah, because yeah. I got to blend in before the rape. Let me tell you about the wars that we went yeah, through. That's the thing. Was he Irish or Scottish? Irish. He's an Irishman. You drank with a guy. You're not, a stranger. And you're not much he's of a... He's a neighbor. You're not much of a... He's a stranger. You had to introduce him. He's a stranger. And you drank with him. And that's exactly what kids do when somebody lures them into the house. You want a little drink? Yeah, I guess. You want <laughs> I went for it. Yeah, you fell for his elixir, and usually there's some poison in it, and you end up face down like that manatee. Bagpipes drew you into a house. A tiger cub is, you might move in for a little while. Bagpipes throw me away from a house. Bagpipes no make way. me move yeah, out of my neighborhood. Yeah. Brady befriended him, had a drinking buddy, even though he's not much of a drinker. I just want to be friends with him. Tiger Cub guy? He was a good man. You, of course he was, eventually. But he's a neighbor you don't want to deal with at first. How did you learn he was a good man? You heard his sirens call, and you ran into his house and drank with him. That's the first way to get raped, my friend. How do, bagpipe man? Like I'm thinking, this dude's up to no good. Would you like to come in for the beverage? No, sir. I'm not drinking with you. You're a little bit crazy. But you and a tiger cub in the front yard. The guy's like, you want to come in and have a drink with me? <laughs> Is a tiger cub coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. he had one of those little corrals, you Someone's know, and coming. it was out in the lawn. Everybody's and the tiger coming. cub was running around. You know, the caged, uh, they put the puppies out there. Like, yeah. around something out there. Stop by. I'd wonder something there. But sure. it's different. Tiger Cub puts it on the it next level. It would lure you. You have no self-awareness. You, where? Who is this person that all of a sudden says, and this is Travis emailing, says, uh, wait, Brady is saying, hold on, I need to look into this. It never happens during his job. <laughs> Tiger I got to do some research on it. No way. I worry about you. You can get lured into a house of Tiger Cub bait. And you, next thing you know, you're in a two-by-six box screaming that all you're eating is chicken head and water. How did this happen? Where am I in Mexico? Does it eat lettuce? Yeah, you feed it whatever it eats. That's what it eats. Uh, the tiger cub was for sale for 25000 The dude put it up online, and a cop saw it and was like, offered him twenty grand. He's like, sure, come on by. They went by, and there's a 25-year-old guy. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Carlos Eduardo Castro Alcaraz. He's 25. When they got to his house, he had some, um, also had illegal turtles and some other stuff. Huh? Where'd he live? Uh, well, I'm going to say avenues. You know that's right. <laughs> Baseline and 27th Avenue. There you go. That's where you Enough find said. the tiger cubs. <laughs> that's where black market tiger cubs come from. I, if Brady lived in the area, you'd have been part of the Joe Exotic documentary. You'd have been in on that deal. That would have been your. That would have been so awesome. I would have worked there. Yeah, absolutely, you would. You'd have volunteered. <laughs> what are we burying today? Yeah, this lady's husband. Okay, you're going to be president for yeah. sure, Joe. Throwing spam at the tigers from the wall, the Walmart truck of ten day old expired foods. I worry about you. But Tiger Cub guy lured someone in. Thank God the police got there first. Because next thing you know, Brady would have been GoFunding me for some sort of fake cancer he developed to raise 20 grand to buy a Tiger Cub. Yeah, they found some they, an alligator, a dozen snapping turtles, and they turned them over to the game and, and fish. A partridge in a pear tree. Right, yeah. So they'll just throw those in a zoo or kill them or whatever they're going to do next. But 
Thank God the cops got there. But 20, I, the other side of the story is I'm impressed that a 25-year-old got hold of that. I, I'm 51 years old. I don't even know. I wouldn't have the first clue how to commandeer a tiger cub and make it go. You know. the dark web. I know the dark web. Be, I don't even know how to get on that. I don't either. Well, you look at how many, you know, they. I forget the number, but if you, you look at the amount of tigers in um, captivity. Oh, there's a lot. Private owners. Yeah. It, more than out in the wild, by far. I don't know how to find wow. them. I have no idea. There, you think there's more, like they, they have a thing, there's more of them just, in captivity than in India? In the wild, yes. No kidding. In the world? Yep. Well, is that counts because all the world, like probably India has a bunch of them in captivity and zoos and stuff like that. Think, yeah. But but privately owned too? I mean, yeah. but a lot it of just got out of hand. Um, I asked uh, huh. Christy if they got the cub because I remember yeah. that story. Yeah. Um, the cub went to the Southwest Wildlife. Oh, did he? Yeah. He went to the Southwest. So, yeah, they, they got him on that. When did this happen? Does Christy um, know? I think it was a couple weeks ago, maybe. Or oh, it was in February. No. A couple months See, ago. that's your research. Because yeah. I remember hearing about this. You got charged like, in June. I, I like, didn't. What happens to the, you know. Yeah. Because but, sometimes zoos don't have uh, the space for, I can't bring a, you know, what they do is uh, would um, take it for a while and then try to find a permanent home for it. <laughs> right. But that's what this dude was trying to do. It's the same thing. It's just one of them's doing it with How a, big will it get? Uh, not much bigger. Tiger size. It's tiger size. You've seen a tiger, right? You should have. Uh, again, if you're asking the question, how big does the tiger get? Maybe you're not ready to buy a tiger. How does it do with other pets? Yeah. Excellent. It's not a labradoodle that you're like, what is it, 50, 70 pounds? Some people, I understand you might not know that. Tiger, it gets pretty, pretty damn tiger sized pretty quick. What quickly. you need to know about them is they're very loyal. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, they stick to you They're like protective. glue. Right. And they can smell your blood from 500 feet. Sometimes you're not going to be able to see them. You'll call them yeah. out in the yard, but I, they're they're I, hidden. I worry that someone in Gilbert that's trustworthy on your street, as you Valderie Valdera down the road, will be playing with an exotic animal. And the next thing you know, you're in a two-by-six box eating chicken head Because it, oh. you would fall for this. This is something you'd be interested in. The thing that would keep you from going in there... Is a 25-year-old kid named Raul Castres Alcaraz. You know what? I'm going to pass on the tiger, but I'll take a look at a snapper. If it I'm was take a look at one of those snapping turtles. If it was Kenny or Laser playing with a tiger cub out front, you'd be all in it. If it was a brown neighbor, that's what would keep you from going, This looks fishy. How did you get hold of this, Raul Castro Rattata yeah, Alcaraz? No way you should have a tiger. First off, the tiger looks more in place than you around here. <laughs> I'd be on to him so fast. I don't fast. like all this brown town rolling in with their animals. The animal can stay. That's what would keep you from going up to his house. I'm not going in there. It's going to smell like horchata and stew. Wait a minute. It's a golden retriever with black <laughs> stripes on it. Right. No matter what, you'd fall for it. You'd be petting it before you get to oh, that Oh, it's Tigre. Oh, la tigre. Look at Mervins. <laughs> I know that reference. You would go in. You'd be in on this. I worry about you. I think about it sometimes. Let me guess. His name's Tigger. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's what Brett would name it. Sorry. The, uh, yeah. I worry about you. He's, he's biting my toes. Can I have him? <laughs> 20,000 American. Wowzers. I'll just visit. And then you'd come talk to me. 
one of my neighbors, and it's legit, has a baby tiger cub, and I was playing with it. Tiger cub? You're not supposed to have those. Oh, there's plenty in captivity. Did you look into it? No. You probably should. And come back. Wait. Oof. Yeah. Turns out, guy was black marketing tigers. It would take my sense and, uh, of logic. And I'm building the, ca- the cage myself. Yeah. It'll be safe. <laughs> it would cure. It was house would look like Gilligan built. It was like bamboo walls, and yeah, you, it would you take my the logic. Tiger in that giant cardboard box. Your your allure of tiger would get washed over in your excitement to tell the story. Then Brett and I would sit here and go, you know, you should look into this, right? And then you'd look into it and realize, whew, I should have asked some questions. We usually tell you you should have asked questions. You're very rarely the guy that goes, I went in there with a real strict agenda of making sure this was on the up and up. You usually get blinded by some things. And then and then we tell you, you know, that that can't be real. Ah, ah you're, you guys are skeptics. <laughs> My neighbor got arrested for those tiger cubs. Turns out you were right. This tiger's expensive. I got to keep ten yeah. goats. Yeah, anybody in my neighborhood has a tiger. Pretty sure it's not legal. Well, Kirby wants a tiger. Kirby's getting it. Daddy, Raul Castro Alcaraz has a tiger. How come away, dog? We're about to. You're right. Got to keep up with the Jones Alcarazes. <laughs> you know what I always say? Got to keep up with the Gutierrezes. <laughs> keep up with the Holmes. We got a tiger, too. That's no big deal. Where did you get it, player? <laughs> From a guy down the road. Totally legit. I asked no questions. He was a white man. <laughs> I would ask for your papers. <laughs> yeah. Don't fall for it, please. Ti- ti- owning a tiger is a lot like uh, buying a boat. Yeah. You know? Best day, worst yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> your two best days in life, buying the boat, selling the boat. Same with a tiger. <laughs> Ask Siegfried and Roy. They wish they'd have gotten rid of a few of those before. Oh, man. You know. It was helping him. Yeah. It was protecting him. More than likely, that tiger's had cocaine in its ass, too, because if it's, you know, if Alcaraz is moving tigers around, it's kind of a flashy look at me while it transports the cocaine from the cartel from A to B. I'm not being judgmental, but... Pretty much, I've seen the news. I know what happens and why a dude like that would have a tiger at 25. He's not Scarface. Anytime I think of a tiger, if you have a tiger, I think you're on drugs. If you if, if you own a tiger, I assume you're uh, a drug lord. And I've learned that from Scarface and the news. A lot of previous owners. Yeah, very rarely does a legitimate businessman come home to his tiger. He's a cokehead. He's a cartel guy. He's in the black market of something. He's not doing everything legitimately. Escobar took it to the next level with hippos. <laughs> right. And they're on the wild now. Yeah. And yeah. And even if a guy like that in Brady's neighborhood embraces, I need to see some paperwork. Make sure. You're, you would look at that paperwork the same way we look at when we buy a house. You wouldn't read a word of it. If the yeah. dude produced you stuff written in crayon, you'd be like, this seems legitimate. Now, break out that tiger. He, he's great. <laughs> What's it eat? Lettuce and pumpkin? Yeah, most wild animals eat lettuce and pumpkin. It's cool. Yeah. He's great. Want to see his gazelle? Oh, oh, you're like Africa, only lighter. There's some romaine, Holmes. Throw it to him. <laughs> Throw it to him, man. He eats it like crazy. What is romaine? I thought you'd ask that question. <laughs> Gross. You feed it lettuce? Poor guy. Roman no lettuce? What? <laughs> What's his proteins and veg? No, you just give it lettuce. Nothing eats just lettuce. That's crazy talk. <laughs> so I'm worried about you. When I see these stories this close to home, I'm like, oof, we dodged a bullet there, Brett. We almost oh, lost yeah. Brady. 
Because that would have been something you'd have sucked right so into. So big in the news. You and Kirby? Oh, it would have been great for the show. So yeah. Again, one of the guys from the KUP show got arrested for dabbling around with Tiger, tiger. <laughs> trying to buy, buy an illegal Tiger from a cop. <laughs> guys, I got I got busted in the illegal I got Tiger sting. Shut the door, shut the door. We got to talk about something. I was dabbling in the Tiger trade and I got nailed. <laughs> what did you say? It's not surprising, but really? So I'm going to have to step away from the show for a bit. But if you and Kirby were on one of your father-daughter walks and a tiger guy was in the front yard, you'd be in his house. I know you. You like going to people's houses when there's no tiger. A tiger? You've got a cobra? <laughs> I'm going to see it. Oh, my friend, you must see my cobra. <laughs> Can you make a dance with a flute? Well, I'll try for you because it's racist and stereotypical. But okay, <laughs> let's get it. Look at him go. Look at it spits at us. <laughs> so cool, bro. Put your goggles on, Kirby. <laughs> Classic cobra move there. Give him some lettuce. He'll think it's a human head and he'll snap into it. Put your goggles on. Keep your mouth closed. Danny, this seems dangerous. We should go home. <laughs> oh, no. Bachwa knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what I'm doing. I tried to sell this to a policeman. Would you like to dabble in the illegal cobra trade? Yes. I can just tap the top of his head. Yep. Yeah. Like, I do it all of the time, my friend. Go over and touch the cobra on top of the head. His name is Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Bengals, too. There's a guy down the road with a tiger named Joe Burrow. We named them all Joe Burrow for you. I am sucked in. <laughs> I'm in the vortex. Yeah, if you want to sell your... Every Sunday, look. how great would that to break that tiger out before the Bengals games? Watching. Oh, you guys want to meet Joe? He's thinking about I this. He's of thinking course about he is. I threw the Joe Burrow at him, and he had uh, an idea for a book. Oh man, would Billy be impressed? Holmberg's <laughs> morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. You guys want to see something be phenomenal? Yeah. No, you would do it. You would invite that dude over with the tiger. Not only that, the tiger would start making visits to your house on Sundays for Bengals game. That would one-up you over laser. I'm That's sure he don't have a tiger. Top that. <laughs> Hold on a second. Bogan got a tiger. <sighs> Honey, I'm going to India. <laughs> I got to get one of them albino ones. One-up this mother effort. He gets a tiger on. <laughs> it's a liger. Probably the coolest animal in the world. Anyway, I got one. Yeah, then that neighborhood of Jonesers would have a, a, just a melee of tiger deaths. So just a message to all you out there trading in the black market animals. Why are you going anonymous? Bogan at 98kupd.com. He is your guy. <laughs> he is a buyer. He doesn't even know it. Oh, I'm feeling quite peckish. This is my new friend, Tigger. <laughs> Brady bought me off the black market. Tigger's bounce. Oh, I'm feeling tired now, Tigger. <laughs> Brady Pooh is back. Yeah, our little six-foot six slump block wall, that'll keep the tiger in. Oh, yeah. Stop <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, yeah, but I got to hire Did you see what just happened? Oh, yeah, the, yeah the he's already figured it out. How would I cage him? How would I... <laughs> six-feet wall's not tall enough. The, you went to owning it. I'm warning you about it. Your brain just went to a fantasy of having it. John, I know it wouldn't work. 
<laughs> right. And only because you don't have tall enough walls in the HOA. Probably has rules against that, too. But the word, the thing you're worried about is, like, well, i got to put at least a 10-footer up there, and that's probably not even enough. He'll morning cup that, no problem. Oh, yeah. He'll get that fence taken care of. It, while we were sitting here making fun of it, his brain was going, the only thing stopping us is our fence. <laughs> <laughs> like crazy tiger wanting Brady on your shoulder, angel and devil. The devil's like, just get it. We'll figure it out later. Well, we need to build a bigger fence. Definitely the devil's right. We should get it. Don't waste your time. I know better. No predators. No You're... predator pets. Tell you what. Save Maybe a falcon. Save cash, time. Save thousands. Buy online. NoACUnit.com. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. habit. But save thousands and save uh, advertising and save time and energy. And if you have a tiger for sale, 5200 or 1100 North 52nd yeah. Street. Come on down here. Just show Brady the tiger. Tell him he can have it for a fee. Put him on a payment plan. He'll do it. At the very least, he'll, he'll, he'll test drive it at the house. You like sauce? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he'll pay for some of it in expired sauce, but that's a fair trade. Quit with the risking it with uh, undercover cops. Brady will buy your tiger. Foa fee. <laughs> it's definite. I can't believe he actually said that. My six foot fence wouldn't hold him. That was your out loud voice. <laughs> Doing some remodeling for when you own Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. What, what it's the only him? thing playing right now. Joey Ice or whatever is stupid. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty, yeah. Yeah, Joe Limpy, which, uh, woof, man. NFL got off to a good start Fair. yesterday. Joe Burrow starts hobbling around, pulls his calf, strained it pretty bad. He couldn't walk, so we'll see where that gets him. I think he's just trying to dodge training camp. And then uh, Jalen Ramsey down there in Miami going to have to have surgery. So day one of already. camp, already you got a couple guys who are big names going out. So maybe the Cardinals will win three games now. Nah. No, they'll still get beat by the Bengals' backups. Joey B back in the room. Hey, Billy, come here. i got to show you something. <laughs> Wait till this next play's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're giddy. What's going on? Wait till you see it. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, you think your dogs, that's what are those, entrails? Yeah, i got to feed something that. I'll show you in a second. When they score, we, we pull the gate open. <laughs> Let them out. <laughs> My dad would be calling me all the time. Uh, why does Brady keep calling me asking me for more deer meat? Because you got, you got extra. Any that left? And the idiot gets sucked <laughs> into owning a tiger. Ow, he's only got six feet fences. I knew you two were the same. My dad would think that too. I'd have a tiger, but the fence line would be really expensive. Anyway, get on that. Uh, good luck, Brady. But if you have a tiger or an exotic animal for sale, at the very least, you'd like someone to talk about it on the air for free. He's right there. He's right there. Met a guy the other day at the Joe's Grill of Argotopia. And he brought over a wild Ibex. Want to see it? It's in my car. He had a condor. Yeah. Oh, you would suck into a guy holding a condor so fast. I'm walking towards that man. Even though it's clearly a, a veteran with something, something wrong with his brain. I should bring my condor to Argotopia. Show the rest. No. It's a California condor. And here come the pictures already. <laughs> There's Brady Exotic. That's him. <laughs> so close. Whoa. So close. What's with butthole mouth? I'm not sure uh, I like I'm that not picture. Sure. This is from Batman. 
That's a creepy one. He's got Joe Exotic's hair on Brady's face. Well, it is Joe Exotic. Uh, Butthole mouth probably fits. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He tried to make butthole mouth in a big way. Yeah, I... uh, you would have gotten size. I worry about it's more than you know. That I worry about you. I see these stories. I'm like, Jesus Christ, thank the cops for that one. We'd have had a problem with tigers so fast. Yeah, missing finger dabbling in the tiger trade. Kirby's been pretty good on the uh, you know, wanting exotic pets. You know, she's what in the world does that mean? Like a hedgehog or something like she that's goes, oh, that'd be fun to have. I'm like, no, we don't want to do that. She's been pretty good about exotic pets, yeah, capybara. I'm like, well, maybe a capybara. No. Said no one ever. No. No one says it about their daughter and, and is worried that someday she won't be so good about it, so you got to appease that need. You get that buffalo. That gets stifled at a young age, that those are not pets. She's, that's why Kirby you go wants, to the zoo. Yeah, I know, but this is getting scary. I don't know these conversations should happen. She's been pretty good about the exotic pets. We came close a few times. That's my point. Tiger cub. Ronnie, Ronnie's just sitting at home shaking her shaking head. Man, man. Everybody in my family's going to get eaten by a tiger. <laughs> Kirby asked for it. I'm a good dad. <laughs> now, go feed your tigers. 200 pounds of Ibex in the truck. Uh, and yesterday, I had my physical therapist make me feel older than I've ever felt in my life. It was a great moment. She, uh, she comes to the house, and so I'm doing the PT for my shoulder. She's great. Name's Amanda. She's amazing. And uh, so she comes by. And she says, and she's always pointing out my shoes, like she likes shoes. She goes, ah, another pair. I like those too. Those are cool. She goes, I'm, I'm taking notice of all the shoes you've got. I'm like, yeah, I wear a lot. Of, I, get, I went on a little shoe kick there for a while. I got a lot of shoes. And so I'm wearing a pair of shoes that she liked. And she said, I like the ones you had on last time a lot. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, well, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you recognizing my drip, drip. This kind of, you know, what, what? Drip, drip. My drip. That's a thing. See, you don't know. So like. Lizzie's? No, uh, kind of. Okay. It's a real cool way. You guys that, are getting so street yeah, on I, know. I, don't, I don't know what it's to do. It's a cool do. way. Well, it's big on the NFL. That's oh, why I know okay. the NFL guys are like, check out the drip. You're NBA too. Your shoes. Kevin Ray says oh, okay. it a lot. It's your drip. It's your drip. They even have it in the NFL commercial. All right. Like, check out my okay. drip. Like, enhance your drip. I've seen it. Like, so it's a thing. And she looked at me and she goes, wow. I'm like, what? And she goes, why do you know about that? I'm like, well, because I share the earth with you. Like, I know things. And she said, well, I'm very impressed that you use that language. I'm like, how old do you Just, think I am? Like, that I'm incapable of recognizing a new thing. Drip just doesn't seem like an old gentleman like yourself should know that. Well, can I get you a glizzy, man? <laughs> Would you like a glizzy <laughs> off the grillsy? I don't know how it works from there. <laughs> Took a shot. So I was listening to the new Jack Harlow selection. Well, that's a solid number. Made me change my drip. Yeah, so she made me feel like I was a thousand because I used a modern word. <laughs> it's like a, suddenly I'm. I also like uh, gyrocopters. Have you seen those? They're amazing. Uh, they're up in the air a lot. <laughs> Piloting gyros is one of my favorite all time passions. Uh, I see you piloted your motor coach over to the home. That's lovely. It's good to see you. Welcome. Huzzah, huzzah. Like, what do you expect? Like, 1800s me? You drove your horseless carriage yeah, over? Oh, yes. Oh, you have a Dost horse. thou? Yeah, you take a lot of risks with that horseless carriage. I understand they can go upwards of 10 to 12 miles per hour. That's just too much devil machinery for me. Thinking about buying a new iron horse. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it, but that seems insane. The wife's made a rabbit stew, if you're interested. Uh, sticking around for sustenance later. 
All I said was drip, and she looked at me like I came from another planet. The elderly know about our words. She's only, and she said she's like 32, I think. Well, you not that far off. 32. I can know things you know. You're an know, old man. And man. I actually said it in a joking way because I think calling your clothes drip is funny. It's your drip. I know. Made me feel thousands of years old. Makes you, yeah, it makes you want to like punch him. What are you talking about? I can say your words. Drip, drip. I'm up. I'm hip. I guess. I really like one of my clients, Johnny Cabana. <laughs> Johnny, He's so cool. Johnny Cabana throws out words like the drip. I thought it meant you had to clap. <laughs> Last time we used the word First drip. time someone dropped, I smacked him. Yeah. Somebody said, hey, <laughs> nice drip. I'm like, hey, I got a shot. I'm full of penicillin. That thing went away. Oh, you mean modern drip, not the old drip when your dick had that thing. <laughs> I like your drip. Yeah. You immediately look down at your khaki pants. What? Am I dripping? I've had this before. I've got the drip. You got the drip, playa. Well, I'll immediately go to an urgent care and have this drip removed. <laughs> Good go. It hasn't hurt to pee yet. Are you sure I've got the drip? Playa, you got the drip up and down, head to toe. Oh, my God. It must be one of the new style urban drips that you don't feel any symptoms. <laughs> the super drip. It's the super drip. I've got it. Don't touch me. I've evidently got the urban drip. <laughs> got it from the physical therapist. <laughs> she said I had the drip. Yeah, I just made a joke about it. She looked at me. I mean, she stopped what she was doing to look at me and like, wow. That's really neat, you old man. Like a, <laughs> just the, can I touch you for a second? Wow, you're real. You're precious. Tangible. He said the drip. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a belly full of glizzy, so let's <laughs> let's make this snappy, ma'am. Welcome, milady, to my abode. Yeah, I don't know what she thought. Like I'm a normal person. I was joking. You had her really impressed until she yeah. laughed. You're like, word to your mother. Yeah, it was the way. Oh, yeah. Then I went <laughs> back to the old school thing. Yeah. What? Never mind. <laughs> I tried another one. Darn it, blew it. <laughs> yeah, it's just strange. But yeah, it made me feel terrible about myself for just a second. I'm like, wow. Because it wasn't so much that I would use those words. I find them ridiculous and stupid. But I did it as a joke. Not even trying to relate to her. I didn't know how old she was. I just did it because I think drip's funny. Then she hit me with a couple of her conspiracy theories. Uh-oh. She's, she's, the UFO she's very, I like her a lot. She's I love those. She's got a great New one. one. She, like, first off, we got into the moon landing. And then Amanda started hitting me with her. She goes, are you into conspiracy? We're relatively new. It's a, you know, we don't know yeah. each other that well. So maybe. Feeling you, it out. You don't really dabble in religion or wacky conspiracies. But we've started to. I told her, look, I got no boundaries. You can't offend me. You can talk about whatever you want. And then she called me the N-word. I'm like, well, that's too far. No. <laughs> so she's working on my shoulder. And she said, do you have conspiracies about stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I got a few that I dabble with that, you know. Like what? And I'm like, I don't think we went to the moon as many times as we say we did. I think we were trying to break Russia financially and had to pretend we were shooting that thing up there like we were running back and forth to Circle K. And I said, I think we made them feel like, Jesus, they've got it figured out and we, we, we can barely get there once. And she goes, yeah, well, I don't know if we ever went. She goes, I think we did go. And then we found the people. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. On the other side of the moon, there's mushroom huts. And I'm like, oh, I think I love her. And this is real. And then she's like, yeah. She goes, you know, it's a conspiracy. And then they live inside the moon. And then she started to tell me about YouTube channels that kind of. Talk about the so mushroom. We house. went out there a couple. Of, yeah, we went up there a couple of times and the mushroom people of the moon came out and started like fighting us. And like, we can't go back here. They're, they're mean. 
but they don't want us up there. And also, we found out it's got some Death Star capabilities that we're, we should worry about. And I'm like, you are the most awesome, crazy person I've ever spoken to in my life. I think I love you. Goldberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Great one. Does she have dreads and wearing a hat? No. Playing hacky you sack when she walked know. up. And uh, she looks more normal than you could ever imagine. Wow. Like, just, yeah. Like so I'm going to Google mushroom huts on the Well, map. I don't know that she called them mushroom huts. I'm not sure that's part oh. of it. She said they're shaped like mushrooms, so I made mushroom huts. But are there like houses little, on the moon? Not houses. They live in it. But there's like little bubbles that make you know where they're hanging out. It's on the other side. So they can put the front out and then the Death Star if they ever need to use it. Like, you'd think they'd have used it the second we flew towards them. <laughs> like, they wouldn't have waited for us to get on it and then gone, all right, let's go. Let's just leave them alone. They stayed fairly anonymous. But she said it's got, like, capabilities. Of, I'm like, I love I hope that's real. Like, my conspiracy theories aren't necessarily that, like, I buy in. I just kind of have a lot of hope that that's real. That what am, How much more interesting would it be if we found middle-of-the-moon people for realsies and they did sort of have like death wishes for us and they just been keeping us at bay something new's got to happen around here eventually that would be pretty cool but yeah she starts working my shoulder and she's really knowledgeable and good at what she does hits me with that bomb and i'm like then i hit her with a like i'm like what about kennedy what do you think of that i've never really looked into that one you haven't looked into kennedy but you've looked into the mushroom people of the moon all right well you've got targeted stuff and then I said, and I just looked at her, and I'm like, 9-11? Her eyes got huge, and I'm like, next next session, we're talking about that. <laughs> Inside job. Like, yeah, I think so, too. Then I told her that I'm mad at bin Laden for missing. Like, he could have dipped the wing and gotten one more, and then I wouldn't have had to buy my house for myself. But every time I say that to people, my, you know, my ex was in the trade centers that day. <gasps> really? Yeah, she made it. What? Yeah. Bin Laden missed her a couple years later, and... Signing papers to buy my own house for myself. I could have done me a favor. A lot of people don't understand why 9-11 is one of the happiest days of my life. I mean, <laughs> you know, of, I celebrate. And for all the wrong reasons, right. one of the saddest of mine. Because the phone rang later that day. I made it. Oh. All right. Well, I'll call the lawyers. and What do I owe you? <laughs> this is an expensive escape. <laughs> if only you were in that meeting. Yeah. And then I wasn't even worried about the drip thing anymore, I thought. That's fascinating. Yeah, it is, and you're already looking it up. See, it makes you it makes you jump to the computer to go. I just wanted to find the story or something. Well, she, it's not even a story. It's yeah. a YouTube channel. Or like okay, like for this guy that gives out this stuff, and then he, and evidently he gets pretty convincing. So, I just googled are there creatures living on the moon? In the moon, that's the key to it. Yeah, well, underneath the surface, it does say there yeah. is one creature, tardigrades, which are yeah, they water have those. bears. They got those little water bears. They they found those. We know that from the scoops of sand we took. And the Israeli uh, yeah, we got craft that. that came down. We got all, it had them attached. And yeah, we got that. We know that. But uh, it's because the moon never rotates. We only see one side. This is Rex saying that. All the dark side has the habit, uh, the stuff that inhabits the moon is on the other side. People think the whole thing's a spaceship because it just popped up. <laughs> I want that to be real. I would love for that to reveal itself to me. And then I just think about my poor grandparents who live such boring lives, sitting in the farm and 
you know, from 1908 to 1984, Alvar never had anything interesting pop out of the moon. He just saw us land on it. Pretty amazing. I had a pretty interesting but life. Deep down, he did kill a guy. Yeah. At least one that we know of. What do you think we went to the moon for? Like, don't you think people... There's <laughs> Joe Exotic again hugging his new tiger. Brady, your face fits too beautifully on Joe Exotic's body. I don't like how well this hair works on you in all these uh, photos. But do you think that people watch the moon landing hoping for the best? Or was it the same way I watched that dude walk over the Grand Canyon on a tightrope waiting for the... And, like, everybody watching the moon landing, I wasn't there, obviously, but they had to be waiting for hatches to open and, like, a war to break out. We had to deep down be hoping for little men. We had to like it had oh, to be. The, a, yeah, the stories were already out there that there's you know the people you're going to sure. counter up. Well, there. we thought it was made of cheese and that we we were idiots. But deep down, isn't it sort of the moon landing was sort of Geraldo's vault? Remember Geraldo's vault? Oh man, whatever yeah, the when big thing. Was it, nothing? Was there it, was nothing. Did it feel uneventful? Was yeah, moon landing? I, I, a little dis. I think a lot of people were disappointed. That it was just dudes. You know, it was pretty neat that we did it. I don't know. Everyone gathered around when they were. Did they, though? That's history. We have all sorts of stuff where we say this and that happened. And we we lived through it. It was like, that's not how that went. Like, the moon landing had to have at least one guy at every moon landing party going, ah, nothing's happening. We made it to the moon. That's neat. But, I mean, come on. You wanted to see a hatch open. Little dudes come out. You wanted to see a welcoming committee. You wanted at least a laser to get shot. Like at the rocket, this as it tried idiot to land. jumped off and landed on the moon, and he's a hero. Yeah, yeah. Neil Armstrong comes home. He's right. Just yeah, nothing happened. Bravest man, really ever. deep down, it was just an accomplishment. It was about winning. You know, it's basically getting the gold medal. Oh, it was beating Russia. That yeah. we made it about yeah, that. That's where I think right. the hype came. Right, but it, I mean, did people in like Mexico really care? Their country didn't benefit from that at all. So were they watching the moon landing, or was America they beating Russia? The soccer on game. It was basically it was basically we won. yeah, it was miracle on That's ice. All that it was miracle yeah. on ice. We beat Russia. That's Whatever summer league game was going on in soccer, they were watching that. <laughs> there was probably a friendly going on. <laughs> moon. Hey, America's on the moon. Who cares, player? Pele's in town. <laughs> Pele's playing a friendly. <laughs> well, we're going to that. Yeah, if Mexico had a big soccer match back on July twentieth and sixty nine, they'd have for certain gone to that. I'd rather see the soccer match than some cracker walk around on the moon. <laughs> That's probably true. And Mexico didn't care. Central America was too high on coke, even though nobody's paying attention to them back then. Brazil didn't care. They watched. They knew about it. They didn't care. A lot was, of scientists died in Russia that day. Yeah, it was oh, horrible. Oh, there was a lot of death in Russia. They've done it. <laughs> you guys, uh, they have been to the moon. We are still sitting on our fingers with our thumbs up our butts. Hey, boss wants to talk to you. Hey, do they come over here for a second? I have to talk to you about something. You see, this is Neil Armstrong. Very cool, right? Very neat, yes? It is. It's a very good accomplishment, uh, comrade. Very good. Yes, and you're supposed to do that with thumb and ass. Why is your thumb and ass? <laughs> if your team is no longer a team. You're no next. longer next. Uh, bring in the other scientists. Hey, comrades, have a seat. We heard a lot of noise a second ago. Is that machine gun? Yes, AK-47, Russian technology. Thumbs up the vessels. Next. A <laughs> lot of dead guys in Russia. Russia cared. We cared. Mexico didn't care. They were only hoping. This. Were there aliens? What do you mean, player? We don't like that word around here. No, you know what I mean? Like the real ones. <laughs> you know, not, like us, not like us. <laughs> 
No, man. There were no Mexicans on the moon. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there was? Hey, what's up, Neil? Orale. Orale. I'm an illegal alien. That song hasn't been written yet. You'll see. <laughs> the police will do it. Yeah, I, that would have been great. I mean, I made it up here. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty easy, actually. A couple leaf blowers on a hat. The air is thin, but, you know, you get used to it. They might have been saying, too, you know, why are they stirring it up at the moon again? They've already built a bunch of stuff here in Mexico. There's yeah. pyramids. And, yeah. <laughs> and we don't want this again. Yeah, we don't want them coming back. But that was her theory. My, my PT was, you know, that's why we don't go back. And I do think, like, we don't go back for a reason. Not because of that. I well, now we're own. going after that uh, gold-loaded meteorite. We're talking about it. We have no on plan it. on that. <laughs> we're, we're just trying to, we're, again, it's about money and beating Russia to the money. And again, it's the same thing. As much as changed, it's the same thing. If we can make Russia look stupid, we're going to do it. We're going to spend a fortune doing it. And teachers will complain that kids are getting dumber and they don't get any money. Meanwhile, we're going to go, we're going to try to get Scrooge McDuck's asteroid as it floats past the house. <laughs> and grab hold of that and then the teachers can have all they want. You think wars are bad now? Wait until we get that ten gagillion dollar asteroid in Houston. Houston, we've got the main rock. It's uh, it's basically time to uh, quit our jobs and just start each other like crazy. It's going to be amazing down there. <laughs> we don't need oil anymore. We've got the gold rock. Yeah, so it's pretty. It neat. could turn into the. It's so much gold. It'll turn into. Like homes in the late '80s or something. I'm tired of the gold package. <laughs> yeah, we want something. Finishes. Could you imagine though, like if you like breaking news, like your phone beeped, and how awesome it would be if breaking news came and like the news guy just looked confused and he was on your screen going, "It's like people on the moon and they're mad at us and they've got this laser and they're ready to fire it." <laughs> like, oh my god, we got to fight the moon. I'd love it. I think it'd be great. It'd be like the little green Martian from Looney Tunes and stuff. <laughs> Marvin, yeah. Us. yeah. And we are ready to launch the missiles. <laughs> like, oh my God. I think that would be an incredible, like, I would love to see Mark Curtis just go, uh, and try to, because you know in the local news, they always try to find the local angle. We're, we're talking to a guy who uh, is from Glendale who was helping out with the project. I'm like, what is going on? There's people on the moon. We didn't find him. We, Neil was up there. And then it would start the full conspiracy. Where were we ever there? Why didn't we go to the other side? How come we don't go to the other side? They're there. I like my physical therapist. She's crazy. And she makes a lot of sense. Uh, so just keep your eye on the moon. Dennis tonight. Rodman is heading to the moon yeah. to negotiate. <laughs> I'm just a girl in the world. I'll talk to more people. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats over there as we I don't know, spin I'm people's brains, Brett? All right. Three years you're here. Yeah. You're still happy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that so little hatch, never a dull moment. Nope, that little hatch opens on the moon and Mark Curtis has to tell us, did you guys see that? We saw it. We don't know what to The, the guy on the moon. <laughs> Just there. Of course, Wake Up Storm brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's August. It's hot, which means it is e-bike month. And uh, Action Ride Shop has the brand new Pivot Shuttle e bikes in stock the ame bikes as a matter of fact that's their brand new one so they got those there select e-bikes right now are on sale markups up to 30 percent off msrp so actionrideshop.com is where you want to go and uh just tell josh and the boys we sent you down there on the list uh stp system of a down tool prison sex for the manatee um megadeth like the torch bloodhound gang slipknot van halen zz top because dusty hill died two years ago today uh, oh really terror, that yeah. was two years ago yeah 
I would have guessed if you just last said, year. Uh, somebody said two years ago. ago. Maybe somebody said two years ago. I don't know. What do you got, Brady? ZZ Top died. Uh, you know, oh, you're oh, right. Is it, is it two years ago? Because when we did oh, Night of the Singing Dead two years ago, we had ZZ yeah, Top. Okay, all right. Holy smokes, that was that's quick. By the way, I just got an email. It said, "Will you please stop talking about the mushroom people of the moon?" Signed, Toledo's dad, now known as Salisbury King of Shiitake House. <laughs> that's right. He's up there, hiding from Toledo. Uh, sure well, that's ZZ Top. Wow. Is that two years? Man, oh man. Two years ago today, we lost a. One of the beards. And they still go on. Yeah. And if shouldn't, but they do. Uh, let's do a little tush. Let's do some ZZ Top. All right. Nothing wrong with that. I like that one. Yeah, you asked me that out of guest eight, like just sitting on my brain right now. So about eight months ago. And aren't they, um, I think they're back out doing some shows. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I think they're out with Skinner again for their... Well, 17th last tour. Stop it. We've got Sharp Dressed Man, Legs, Give Me All Your Lovin'. Which one do you want? Oh, Tush ain't in there. I like Tush. No. Well, I got Tush. Yeah, because well, Dusty sings Tush, that's why. Well, then, do you have Tush? I get you it. get Tush. We'll do that. We'll just delete all these. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only one he does, right? That's Yeah. As far as I know. Uh, Did right. he do Tube Snake Boogie? Look, I think that was Billy. Was it Billy? Such a cool song. Yes, yeah, ZZ Top is a, uh, a blues band that kind of stole everything, but we're just too cool for the room. And really good musicians when Kelly's amazing. Really good. But everything they did was kind of a swiped sound that they just made their own. But that's a lot of bands. All right, we'll do some tush then. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. WPD.